Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On December 5th and 6th, 1928, in Santa Marta, Colombia, a massacre of United Fruit Company workers who were on strike resulted in at least 47 deaths. Although the final death toll has never been confirmed, guesstimates range from 47 to as many as 2,000 employees. That's bananas! I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Wow, that was more piss week than I thought it would sound. So a bit of background, I've been fascinated with true crime for a very long time, but I also work as a stand-up comedian. So this podcast is all about combining those two things, and here at Smooth Criminal, we do not take ourselves seriously, as that shockingly pitiful bit of music should indicate. So today's theme is, of course, bananas, and we will be doing three stories every week on Smooth Criminal involving an item, an object, a thing, or even a motive. Anything funny, that's what we'll be covering. If you've got any suggestions for topics for the week, please let me know by putting a comment on my Facebook page. Oh, Jesus, I haven't thought this through at all. At all. Every week at Smooth Criminal, we will be investigating crimes that are absolutely ridiculous. If you've got a suggestion for a topic that you would like me to cover, you can either email me at smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com or you can put a comment under the podcast on the website or even on the Smooth Criminal Podcast Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. So today, let's get things moving. First story is about a theft of a banana. Let's go back to January 2014 in Newington, Connecticut. Police were absolutely gobsmacked to receive a call that a gas station had been burgled and the reports indicated that the thief had caused a shitload of damage to get his hands on something kind of strange. The dude repeatedly backed his station wagon through the door of the gas station until he could get in and steal a loot of goods. And what an amazing loot he stole. One banana. One single solitary banana. No, nothing else was taken, not one other thing. Now witnesses say that he pretty much walked over to a shelf, helped himself to a banana, peeled it and ate it before fleeing the scene. CCTV footage enabled the police to identify the thief, but I couldn't find any articles confirming that he'd been arrested or charged or even convicted. But if he was, do you think he ever appealed? Okay, I should have warned you, there are going to be really bad puns in this podcast as well. Now let's move on to the case of 17-year-old John Swaller. John Swaller lived in Winston-Salem in North Carolina and he tried to rob a store with a banana but ate it before the police arrived. 
he had the banana under his shirt when he walked into the store and he was saying he had a gun and demanding money. But unfortunately for him, the owner of the shop and a customer jumped him and they held him until the police arrived. But while they waited, the kid ate his weapon, namely the banana. Now, the cops apparently took photos of the banana peel and apparently joked about charging him with destroying evidence. And Australia, don't think you're getting off lightly either. A man and a woman faced court in South Australia, in Adelaide, for stealing the bananas in pyjamas figures from the foyer of the ABC building at Collinswood. Now, for those of you listening who don't know who the Banana in Pyjamas are, it's an Australian TV show and they do have life-size sort of statue type things that they put up in foyers at ABC Studios. ABC in Australia is a television and radio network. It's different to the American one. But this particular ABC building had the two Bananas in Pyjamas figures in the foyer and Benjamin Evans and Zoe Toll just strolled on in and helped themselves to these gigantic sort of human-sized B1 and B2 soft toys. Oh, I should mention the Bananas in Pyjamas are called B1 and B2. Bananas in Pyjamas are coming down the stairs. Bananas in Pyjamas are coming down in pairs. Bananas in Pyjamas are chasing teddy bears. They ended up being charged with aggravated serious criminal trespass, dishonestly taking property and damaging property. Now, again, I wasn't able to find the outcome of this case, unfortunately, but apparently after the first arraignment, the couple smiled and waved at cameras as they left the court. So bananas have been used in quite a lot of unusual crimes. Firstly, as a source of nourishment, as we heard about the dude who ram-raided the gas station. We've had the guy who held up a shop with a banana and then proceeded to eat the evidence before the cops arrived. And of course, we've heard about the two Aussies who stole the bananas in pyjamas, life-size stuffed toys from the foyer of the ABC studios. Very un-Australian, very un-Australian. But bananas have also been used in some other cases that are a little bit quirky. Firstly to New Zealand, where police found 418 pounds of cocaine in a banana shipment. Now this was the largest drug seizure. I might actually clarify that. I think it was the largest ever cocaine seizure in New Zealand. 418 pounds of the drug were found in a container of bananas that were shipped from Panama. Now, what was really weird about this case was that the bananas weren't even used to conceal the cocaine. It's not like they, you know, bought 600 plastic bananas and filled them up with coke and then hid them inside the banana boxes. They actually put the cocaine in five satchels that were just perched on top of the shipment. Now, the reason the cops in Auckland ultimately arrested a 41-year-old man in Sydney is because they had a joint operation with the Australian Federal Police and also the Criminal Intelligence Commission, and they had been investigating an Australia-based organised crime group. So when the shipment was identified as suspicious, the two countries hooked up and found the culprit. So, you know, on this occasion, Australia and New Zealand not fighting with each other, actually working together to bust the banana cocaine smuggler. 
This next case is a little bit sadder, though, than the other ones. A homeless man in the UK held up a bank with a banana. He stole a thousand pounds and then handed himself into the police. And the reason he committed this crime? He was homeless and he just wanted a roof over his head. He was ultimately jailed for 14 months. According to the article I read, Lawrence James Vonderdell threatened a cashier at a Barclays branch in Bournemouth with the banana, which he had covered in a plastic bag and shouted, this is a stick up. Give me the cash. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute. Oh, hello there. Pip, pip, old chap. This is a stick up. Give me your cash. That sucks. I can normally do quite a good English accent. Here we go. This is a stick up. Anyway, after leaving the bank, Vonderdell actually walked up to a couple of cops saying he'd just committed an armed robbery and wanted to be arrested, and they told him to go to the local police station. Like this is, this is a story, I mean, it, don't get me wrong, the homeless part of it's really sad, but this is the kind of story you'd expect in Tasmania where I live, just walking up to some cops and saying, just robbed a bank, can you arrest me? And they're like, no, no, just go up to the cop station. Like, probably not the best thing to do, but this criminal was a smooth criminal. So up to the police station he went where he was subsequently charged and, well, arrested and charged, ultimately sentenced to 14 months in prison. He was convicted of robbery and possession of an imitation firearm. So thank you very much for joining me on my very first episode of Smooth Criminal. Like I said earlier on, if you have any suggestions for a theme or a topic that you would like me to cover, be it bananas, be it windsurfers, or even a weird motive, please let me know. You can email me at smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook page. I'd love you to join that. You can find me on the Twitters and I've even got a YouTube channel, Smooth Criminal Podcast. Hopefully I'll see you around and I look forward to bringing you an episode next week. Until then, be careful out there. You don't want to get hit by a smooth criminal.